Welcome to Dear Diaries, sharing heaven one experience at a time. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or our website, www.deardiaries.co. I'm your host, Rosabee Theok, and welcome to Dear Diaries. Hi, my name is Rosabee Theok, and welcome to Dear Diaries. You'll have to excuse me for the sound because I'm actually recording in my photography studio and in my photography studio is quite open space and there's concrete um, flooring and everything. I love it for photography, for video. I'm not so sure because of the sound of the echoes going around, but um, that's what it is. That's where we are. This is the place that God has given me. So I am grateful and thankful for it. So the thing that I woke up this morning hearing in my mind is a song and God will do that with me a lot. And recently, I would say for the past year and a half, um, he has been doing that a lot with me because of the season I'm in, which is the season of marriage. And I believe a lot of people are in that season. And as I said in last week's episode is that there is something different that has changed about what God wants me to discuss and talk about in Dear Diaries. And what I want to say is what I know he is saying to me and saying to you is that what, well, I want to say first, what I have been feeling within myself is the Lord's righteous indignation. Um, And I feel that And I hate to use the word feel because when I was in prophetic school learning, we were taught to keep saying, to use the word feel, I feel, I feel. And um, I really, that's the best way that I can begin to to say it. But I know in in the Bible that the prophets didn't necessarily say, I feel. What they said was, thus said the Lord. Um, This is what the Lord has said. So... I strongly want to stand and say that I know this is what the Lord is telling me. He is looking for a people who will get serious about their walk. And it's not just about Christianity. It's really um, about changing your life and changing the nations around you. And you can't do that if you're not partnered up with the Lord, partnered up with Holy Spirit to really impact the world, to make people you know, righteously be jealous of what you have. The fact that the name of the Lord is written upon you, the fact that you're increasing in the land. How can you do that if you're not? Um, How can you do that if there's not this peace that people can see and sense from you if you're not allowing God to guide and lead your life? So I know that he is calling people to be serious, to people to grow up, um, stop murmuring and complaining about everything. And he just is looking for people who will really say yes to him. That is what I know is going on and um, in this time. So this particular song that I was hearing in my head was um, Bruno Mars' Marry Me, no, Marry You. And um, so I just started smiling um, because I just been feeling um, that, well, what I've been going through in the season is a courtship between the Lord, um, Yeshua, and also him pointing out to me 
who um, my spiritual spouse is. And you also want the Lord to choose that for you. Um, so it's just been a beautiful time for me and the Lord and just being romanced by him. And um, so I'm smiling because <laughs> it's just been a really, really beautifully intimate season for me and the Lord and I enjoy it. So Bruno Mars, Marry You was the song that was playing. And so I just, you know, I, I stayed longer in bed and we were just talking. And then he started telling me what he wants to talk about. So the things that he wants to talk about are for, for those who want to get married or for those who are also in the season of marriage. And like I said, it's been um, a year, probably two, um, that the Lord and I have been engaging in these conversations. And he, as I said, there is a, a righteous indignation that I have been feeling, not just about marriage, but about different things. And it really is about allowing the righteousness of God to be how you are in the earth. And I, I really strongly feel God is just fed up with our behavior. During my time with the Lord, he has been not just telling me beautiful things about marriage and giving me hope and singing songs to me and things of that nature. He has been changing me. He has been changing my perspective on things. He has been developing me as a person, as a wife, as a, as a, 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 a Christian or a citizen of his kingdom is what I want to say. He has been changing my perspective. He has been healing my heart. He has been telling me to tighten up in this area. He has been instructing me, encouraging me to be forgiving. He has been doing the internal work in me, real inner healing so that I can be the best version of myself for my husband. And so I believe that this episode is really to the women because that is the perspective in which the Lord has been speaking with me and training me and educating me in. And so I think the men can easily listen to this. And if you have daughters, you can talk to them about things of that nature, about marriage. And you can also hear the things that God is desiring. Um, in the Bible, the one of the things that God spoke to the wives was to respect your husband. So there has been a lot of lessons and I believe that God is not coincidental. Like the things that he do, he does are not coincidence. He leads you, especially if you're living a spirit-led life, a Holy Spirit-led life, not any type of, you know, demonic spirit, but if you're living a Holy Spirit-led life, God will lead you to a lot of things. As I said, I have been on a journey with God, but one of the people that I believe that he has used as well to begin me, I would say on the intense and real strong and advanced course in, in this marriage um, education that God has. Well, first, let me tell you this. There was a time, I, it was in February 12, 2014. The Lord told me, I want you to learn etiquette. And so I was like, okay. And he said to me, 
you know, it was a group of women. It was a very beautiful time in my life where um, I was in a network marketing company and I was the leader of the group. And we would, we decided, or I decided, but you know, the Lord is one. Many are the plans of man and it is the Lord who perfects it. So I had a plan that we would meet up every Tuesday and we would, you know, we would mastermind in how to crush in the network marketing business. And God had his own plans because when we got there, we did nothing that had to do with business. All we did was worship for eight hours every Tuesday. And that is when Holy Spirit began our journey and our teachings and the prophetic and deliverance. And so we learned so much in that period of time, which was a long time, which changed our lives. It was five women and he changed our lives forever in that time. He taught us himself. It was, it was really, really amazing. So around that time, the Lord said to me, you all need to learn etiquette. And you know, when you think about etiquette, you think about how to eat at the table, how to, you know, speak, how to the etiquettes of entering a room, exiting a room, things of that nature. You think about business etiquette. So we didn't really, not that we didn't take it seriously. We just didn't do what well, I guess God would say we didn't take it seriously. We didn't do the things that we we're supposed to do. So years would pass. And then I heard the Lord say to me again, you better learn this etiquette because one day you're going to get to where you're going and you're going to be either embarrassed or you'll be prepared. And I was like, oh man, I really got to get this etiquette done. So I purchased etiquette courses online and I started to learn etiquette. And sometimes I practice it and sometimes I didn't. Still again, years later, God would bring up etiquette. I'm like, I know how to eat at a table. I, I might not practice it a lot, but I know how to do it and things like that. And it wasn't until I met my, um, who I believe God is saying my, my God ordained spouse. It wasn't until I met him that there was something that happened. So I was, it was so weird because I was sitting I was sitting at a table with him and I felt so comfortable with him. And I was just behaving different though. I was so comfortable and so relaxed and I'm sitting in the chair and I had on shorts and I put my leg on top of the arm of the chair and I'm having this inner outer body experience where I'm talking to myself and I'm like, Roseby, why are you doing that? Like, you don't sit like that. Why are you doing that? And, and then I put my foot down. I mean, I put my leg down and I remember him looking at my leg, but he never said anything. And, and then I went up, got up to go do something else, sat back down, got real comfortable again, uh, real comfortable again. And I put my leg back on the armchair and I'm just like, oh my goodness, like what is wrong with you? And put my leg back down. So different things was happening <laughs> during that date and and it wasn't until I got back home because I had to travel to see him and um, 
until I got back home and I was speaking to a friend of mine um, and telling her what happened. And I'm like, I don't even know why I was acting that way. And the Holy Spirit hit me from something she said. She also, yeah, so also I wanted to see him and he had something to do, but I was still trying to find a way so we could see each other before I left. And he got upset with me. And he said, I, I explained to you my situation, but you don't care. And that day, the Lord said, it's okay that he's upset with you right now, but I want you to understand that you don't respect his boundaries. And I felt so bad. And the thing is with this particular person, God has been refining me and things that I thought was okay with me. Like, you know, I, I didn't feel like I was, you know, doing blunt and out there sin, but God was just showing me little things about myself that needs correcting. And um, one of them was respecting his boundaries. And I have to share a dream with you guys later on, um, if the Lord allows, about that, how powerful this dream was. Um, and so the Lord said, you don't respect his boundaries. And that's manipulation. And I was also having a conversation with a friend of mine when I came back about God teaching me it was manipulation. And even she didn't agree that it was manipulation. And I'm like, how are you going to argue with God when he told me it's manipulation? And sometimes people have this negative Thing about manipulation but manipulation manipulation isn't necessarily bad or good it could go either way it can go bad and it can be good so and I was giving her an example that Holy Spirit was giving me as we were having this conversation and I said if you have a farm and the water's afar but there's no water coming to your let's say rice rice farm right and you need the water to to make its way to the rice field, you will trace line in the dirt or whatever it is that you have to do to maneuver, to manipulate the, the normal flow of the water in order to water the rice farm, the rice field. And she was like, yeah, but you just want it to be with him. And, you know, so that I don't see that as manipulation. I said, however you want to see it, that is still manipulation. If I'm trying to change the mind of someone and what they wanted to do, that is manipulation. Whether my intentions were good or bad is manipulation. And so that was a lesson that the Lord taught me to show me how subtle, you know, we could be in manipulating people. And so that was a hard lesson for me to learn. And I appreciate it because now I'm watchful. I'm watchful as to what I'm doing. I mean, not always catch it, but at least now I know. And so manipulation can be bad and manipulation can be good, but you cannot rule over people. And that's what the Lord wanted to show me. And so with this other friend of mine. So like I said, fast forward, come back, and we're having this conversation of how I was behaving during our date. And I just, like, God was just, <laughs> I don't know what that was. But she said, again, what the Lord said, you don't respect his boundaries. 
And immediately, immediately as she's speaking to me, I am giving the, I'm, Holy Spirit reminds me of the words that he told me February 12, 2014. He said, you need to learn etiquette. And then he said, you will get to a place, you're going to get there because it's ordained for you to get there and you're going to be embarrassed or you'll be ready. And when Holy Spirit reminded me of that word, oh my gosh, I felt even more embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, so you weren't even talking about that kind of etiquette. I'm like, well, all these years, Lord, why didn't you make me understand what etiquette you were talking about? And still, I didn't understand the depth of it. So I continued on in this journey with the Lord. And so what happened was, I was having another conversation with a male friend of mine. I want to say that a school friend of mine that we grew up um, in the same school, high school, middle school and stuff and, um, and elementary even. And so we were having a conversation. I didn't like talking to him much because of the way he is, the way he speaks, he's very blunt. And the other thing is I couldn't, I couldn't receive everything that he says because he doesn't believe in the Lord. But our conversation, you know that God can use all things for the good of those who love him. So God used this conversation that we were having and he was telling me how women of today are not women of the past. And I know a lot of women will have a problem with this, but this began a conversation with the Lord and I where he wanted to bring correction. And so it was, it was very hard to hear a lot of the things that he had to say. And, and he spoke about the fact that we, as women, we didn't, we don't respect the men. We don't respect the men we manipulate. And most of the time we want to show that we're doing all these things. I have a business, I have education, I have this and I have that. And he was saying, men don't really care about that. Men want to see the different sides of you as a woman. What are you bringing additionally to his life that will make it better? He can work, he's called to work, he's called to provide. So those things don't impress him as far as a woman. It might impress him for a guy friend, but it will not impress him for a woman. And most of the time, we women of today, we say that a lot. We say that a lot. We talk about our education and if things get harder, we go back to school and, and we're really educated. And I don't think God really has a problem with education. He has a problem with the conditions of our heart and us thinking that we don't need a man because of all these things that we can do. And that's where God has a problem. So him and I started having these type of conversations and then it would get depressing because then he's like, men today don't really want to get married when they see what is out there. And women are looking for top 10 men and women aren't top 10. And it's not, again, these top men, top 10 men, or what we call high value men, that's not what they're looking for either. They're not looking for that education. They're not looking for the, you know, the fact that she's making all this money. They want to know, can they, can they build together? Can they work together? Is she submissive? Is she, you know, is she amicable? 
And these things are what men are looking for. And so he says that, so men are settling as well. Settling, not settling for a woman. They're settling not to be, not to be involved with marriage at all. That is a huge problem. So then we started talking about Kevin Samuels. If you don't know about Kevin Samuels, he passed away, the late Kevin Samuels, he passed away and he also had hard messages that women had a hard time hearing. So I listened to one of his, um, I listened to several, but there was one in particular episode that he had that I listened to that really impacted me in such a way that it caused another shift, which I, again, I believe God uses all things um, for the good of those who love him. And I know the Lord used that episode to trigger something in me, to make me take action. And, um, and even as I was listening to this episode, um, this young lady was just saying things that embarrassed me as a woman to hear. And, um, and he hung up, he hung up the line with her. And he said that the last thing he said, which stuck with me and impacted me is he said that your parents, your mother, your grandmother, some woman in your life was supposed to teach you how to be a wife and they have not been doing that. And he said, you need to go to marriage school. You need some marriage education. And I left that episode, I closed up that episode with that on my mind, just ringing marriage school, marriage school. And I, so I looked for a book and I'm like, God, I need you to help me with this marriage. I think this is really, cause God will, God will put this urgency. He will put his confirmation on some things that you want to do to tell you, yeah, I'm in agreement with this. And he was in agreement with what Kevin Samuel said, that we women, we need to go to marriage school. We need to have some type of education on how to do it righteously the right way. And so I ended up finding this book. I ended up finding this book, Wife School, and it is written by Julie N. Gordon, who is also a believer and also has a master's in marriage. I didn't even know that was such a thing. And um, so this book was really, really good. And I suggest, <laughs> I feel like the Lord gave me a thumbs up on this book. Um, and, it, and it really has some hard things to hear as a woman. Um, because to be honest, the reason why is because we, we as people are selfish, to be honest, we're only thinking about ourselves. How do we get out of our pain? And well, the position of a wife is different. And if you read in the Bible, the position of a wife is a help meet. And even if you think about that, Holy Spirit is like a help. And so we're here with an awesome position when you think about Holy Spirit, like who helps us do everything? Who helped Jesus die and, and, and raise up from the dead and, and conquer was Holy Spirit. If Holy Spirit didn't come upon him, he wouldn't be able to do all the things he's been called to do. So imagine God has given you a similar, you know, symbol, symbolic position in someone's life. That's who you are as a woman, as a wife. And so I remember when God taught me that too. And I was like, ooh, 
Ooh, that is so cool. So this book talked about giving your husband the things that he needs to be healed first in order for him to be able to minister back to you, to be able to love you in the way that you need to. And I know that this could be hard for a lot of women because we've gone through a lot of things. We've gone through a lot of hurt. And then to hear now, in order for you to fix this and be in right standing and to, to, to you know, to bring the balance of marriage and love back, you have to do the work first. I mean, if you have, if you, if you're a mature man and you do it before, or you begin the work, then that is great and awesome. But there are some things that men need. Um, and that if you, I would say, if you really want to, to be different and you want to have a kingdom marriage and, and to be honest, it's, it's kingdom. God always calls us to forgive first. He always calls us to give first, to love first. He first gave. And so he's just calling you to do the things that he would do. So if you can get yourself out of that place before you're get you're married and while you're in the marriage, you'll be the best version of yourself that your husband would ever experience. And if you can do it before you're married, that's even better. And so this kingdom marriage that God wants to give to us, it, re it requires work. It requires work within yourself. You can't be obsessed with the promise and then you're not ready. You can't be obsessed with the person and God is the one who's giving you the person. So give God what belongs to him. And that is your heart. That is your obedience. That is like he wants to, and a lot of time I find, I find that women, we're only thinking about ourselves. We're thinking about, you know, oh, I'm, I'm the much more spiritual person. But if you are all these things, then you should be able to get to a place where you're more forgiving, you're more understanding, you're, you're in wisdom. You cannot be a Proverbs 31 woman that we love to quote all the time if we can't do the work, if we can't do the inner work. And, and something that um, my pastor said, which I thought was profound and beautiful, um, he said that a whole woman a woman who's whole within her being will change the world around her. It will change her husband. It will change her children. It will change her, even the outside of her family, a whole woman. And so I want to just be a vessel of the Lord to love and respect the one he has given me to love and respect and to to be a better person period so women you want to get married society doesn't teach us how to do that and i would say my mom was a great woman as far as keeping the house in order like her finances being able to support my dad in that way was amazing but seeing her 
respect my dad and respect his boundaries and submit to him in such a way that you knew that he was the, the head of the house, I did not see. I did not see that. And so then you had, you know, these songs coming out in my day was independent, you know, independent woman. Um, I don't want no scrub, you know, all these things, you know, it really didn't do a service. You want to be married, you want a kingdom marriage, then you have to do the work. You have to do the inner, inner work as a woman. You have to understand what it is your husband needs. You have to understand your place. You have to understand your purpose. You have to understand the assignment because God doesn't put you together for just to see a beautiful marriage. He puts you together to do wonderful things in the earth. And you'll only do that if you walk together. And you don't want the enemy to, to break up that foundation. So you wanna start it off right. And if you are already married, then you can correct that foundation because God is the restorer, he's the deliverer. And bring yourself to him in humbleness and hear the hard things that you might not desire to hear. And um, know that, know that God is not calling you to diminish yourself. He's not calling you to be less than, he's calling you actually to be greater, but in a way of love. He wants you to learn that unconditional love. Your children are always watching. Your children are always watching how you deal with the person you say you love, the person you're called to love, the person you are given to love. So as you, as you journey in this thing that is called life, have Holy Spirit as your best friend to navigate you and to even help you with the process of healing. The Lord will help you and the parts that in you that are hurt hurting the parts in you that is afraid to give first bring that to the lord give first the people of god are called to be in his likeness and image and he gave first he wants you to give first he wants you to be serious about the things that he's giving you he wants you to be serious about your life and your righteousness in him because you need to reflect his heart and his heart is love and so you're going to hear some hard things again i i recommend you get this book called wife school by julie n gordon i don't think she has it in audible in an audible version but it doesn't matter. I, I wanted to hold this because it's school. So you're gonna highlight things. You're going to go back to things and um, and you're gonna learn how to do it right. And you may not agree with some of the things, but allow the Lord to guide you and navigate you through this process because every marriage, every person is different and only God can tell you about your spouse. Only God can tell you about yourself and the spirit of truth will confirm the things that you need to develop in yourself. And it's not to hate yourself, that is not, it's not 
um, is not to think that there's something wrong with you. You just need to develop your soul. And so I'm encouraging you, as I said, this have been different with what the Lord is leading us to do. Submit to him and allow him to give you a life, a marriage that you've, you couldn't even dream of, but he's planned for you. Until next time, my name is Rosalie Theon.